0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Off the Rails podcast, Mikey, episode forty-eight. Holy shit! How have we made it this far? What's up, buddy? Wait, didn't we conversation before we restarted
1: the episode for the third time? Well, because first of all, like I'm sipping a soda. I'm sipping a soda. Yeah. Okay. First of all,
0: you clearing the joke got got old at episode like thirty. Second of all. You decide to bring the the soda right up to your microphone and sip it like Fuller from uh, Home Alone.
1: Yeah, I'm going easy on the Pepsi. Yeah, whatever. Did you have a Coke today? I did have a Coke. That's what I'm. Uh, well, that's the one I'm drinking now.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, whatever. I'm not gonna get into it with you. What's up? No, dude? go ahead. Had to say really it. Go.
1: Say it. Say. I I want to hear it.
0: No, I was just gonna tell you. Like awkward timing. So <laughs> I was sitting here writing down our rundown about a half hour ago. All of a sudden, just started getting a
1: bloody nose. Just kind of weird. I think you. I think. I think Mike Richards has been on your mind a little too much lately.
0: (laughs) I was like, "What the frig is that about, man?" Like, but
1: no. But hey, I got something. I I I got something good. So there's this. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Where Where are you? Are you in? Are you in Rosendale? Rest
0: Roxbury? Where are you at tonight?
1: Did you just say Rest Roxbury?
0: Did I come? Did I screw up the two you letters, said,
1: dude? You said R as like a. You said the W as
0: an R. Whatever. You know what I mean. West Roxbury.
1: <clears throat> no, I'm in, I'm in Jamaica Plain.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Good old JP. All right. So what were you about to say? <clears throat> no. <laughs> See, why do you always have to know where I'm recording? That's just a conversation piece, dude. I mean, we're on a f- podcast. Might as well. Okay. Ready? Let's do the podcast, Mikey style. You ready? Are you ready? Go ahead. All right. Listen, Ready? Here we go. This is going to be the podcast with Mikey Hostin. What the fuck's up? Episode 48. I'm in my car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be over and done with in 20 minutes.
0: Dude, you you know, talk a little bit. Like, I don't need no, to know but, every hey, goddamn no, thing but... about your day, but
1: holy shit. So this is this happened today at work. This is one old guy. Oh, like, God. Just, You're going to stick like, on the people. No, he got dri- he drives me nuts. Because he's, he's just, like, he's got a million questions, wants to know everything. It's just, like, and drives everyone crazy. So, he likes to do puzzles. And when he does puzzles, I put him out in, like, the common area. He sits there and does them. and Like, it keeps him busy for a while. And, like, all the puzzles in, in the cabinet that we have have been done. So, it's like, oh, shit. Like, I usually give him, like, a, I don't know, a 200 or, like, a 500-piece puzzle. Well, today we got a donation, and I said... Holy shit! I'm keeping this guy busy for the rest of the fucking year. There was a three thousand piece puzzle that I just oh. put out, and I'm just like, "Have fun, like knock yourself out. We'll see you in December."
0: <laughs> You're all such right? a fucking prick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> three thousand pieces, and it's funny because we just talked about Coca Cola, and there's it's like it's like a Coca Cola themed puzzle, and it's like it's like three thousand pieces, and it's just like all these like pictures, and, like, there's a giant Coke bottle on it, obviously, but... Does
0: it got the Polar Bears?
1: Uh, I don't know, but it has that classic Coke bottle. Like, Dude. oh, speaking of Coke bottles, I miss Fenway Park when they had those things hanging on the light towers over the Green Monster.
0: I was just about to say that. That was cool as shit looking. How many times did Manny hit those? <sighs> I think I think he's the reason they took him down. They had to change a light bulb
1: every time he hit one in the friggin' Monster.
0: I am mean, we'll talk about the Red Sox a little bit later on in the show, but, uh... Dude, like, how cool was it seeing him back at Fenway the other night?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I miss those days, man.
0: Dude, I, I, uh, he's still one of my all-time favorite players. He really you, is.
1: You sent me the video of like the compilation of of like the Manny being Manny, like him just like randomly walking into the green monster, like, coming out when he feels like it, just taking a fucking piss. And dude, like, cause he thought there was a pitching change, but and there, there wasn't. wasn't. Also, the good one when, when he was at, at Yankee Stadium, thought they were three outs, tossed the ball to the stands, put his <laughs> head down, he put his head down, running toward the third base dugout, finally looks up. He's giving everyone the two outs of him.
0: So, I got a quick Manny story if you want it. What do you want me to, what, what do, you want me to do? Say no? Yeah, you can say no. We'll move Go on. Go ahead. Go All ahead. Right. So, some I won't say the guy's name, but it was a person with the Red Sox at the time. Oh, Okay, and no, no, no. This per like this is a cool story. So the count's two and two. Okay, something like that. The pitcher throws a ball. Manny puts down the bat and starts jogging to first base. And the umpire goes, "Whoa, what do you, you know? What are you doing? It's only ball three, So Manny's got to come back. Whatever. I I don't know how the bat ended, but it was like that. So the person goes up to Manny and is like, "Hey, you know what? What's going on, dude? Like you all right? there was only ball three, and you went down to first, dude." Manny goes. You don't pay me to keep track of balls and strikes. You pay me to hit home runs, and the guy goes, "You're absolutely right." It's funny, dude. Fucking Manny was just a beast. But uh, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on with you, man? How's uh, how's good old Massachusetts?
1: Good. I was actually out of it. I was I I made it out to Minnesota for a Rays Twins game. But did you? I I sat solo in the stands. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Now, now, which game was it? Was it the one with the um one hitter? The six nothing game, so with one hitter, right? Correct. Yeah, there wasn't a one hitter in the series. You fucking idiot! What's that? There was not a one hitter in the series. You idiot! No, I know. So, so what did you fly out to uh, get to Minnesota? Like, what kind of what kind of airline? American.
1: Oh, okay. And where did you take it from? Boston. And where? Logan, to be exact, at a gate. Oh,
0: okay. Like D's nuts. Yep. Okay. Uh, Where was your seat on the plane? 23C. No shit. Wow. How come you sat like right in the middle? That's where I always sit in the plane. Where'd you sit on the way back?
1: I don't remember the exact number on the seat.
0: Oh, of course not. What's your address?
1: My address where I live? not telling you.
0: Why not? Because you're a stranger. <laughs> oh, somebody knows their movies. But yeah, dude. I don't know if you heard a bit of a ball hockey tournament coming up. We're not going to talk too much about it because we don't know the exact details, but you've been doubting me. You've been doubting me, and it's going to happen, and your little ass is
1: going to be in net, and it's going to be hilarious. I'm ready to go. I still won't be the worst goalie in Philly, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, that that joke was super when you tweeted it, dude, and then you deleted it. Yeah, because I pissed off the wrong people. Oh, my God. You not want to piss somebody off. Yeah, no, I kind of do want to piss off the wrong people. Jesus, all right, what do you say we start getting into the show? Uh finally, okay. Sorry, I didn't know you had so many better things, so much to do tonight. Yeah, we,
1: I'm, I'm a busy, industry, especially with no kids.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you, man. That's a good thing. All right, well, we're gonna start off with the Celtics, but first, it's let's see. I got, I can't even fucking read this thing. Oh, it's brought to you by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. Use promo code OCS on all caps for your CBD needs. Uh, Mikey, since the last time we talked, we had a couple weeks off because of scheduling and shit like that. Uh, The Boston Celtics lose the NBA Finals in six games. Steph Curry is the Finals MVP the first time in his career. He gets his fourth championship ring. Um,
1: Were you surprised Golden State won the championship? No, I mean I picked them in the series. I think I picked. I think I picked Golden State in seven, but you know I didn't expect the Celtics to look that sloppy. And by sloppy, I mean like, especially bringing the ball up the court, the turnovers, this and that. It's, it didn't look good. I thought Golden State was a better team going in. I thought, I thought as soon as soon, as soon as that fourth quarter in Game Four, it was over. The series turned right then and there. Cause, and you know I know I know you'll probably get into the whole, the whole fuck you Draymond shit, but. I think that played a little bit of a factor. I think, you know, I heard someone talking about this the other day, and I think it's true. Like, we always talked about, okay, the Patriots have won. They've been there. They've done that. Like, so what's the motivation to get back there? You always got to look for a story. You got to look for a story. Well, Golden State found their story. Fuck you, Draymond. Oh, the Celtics won that game. Can Golden State beat Boston in Boston? And they came in here, and they didn't lose again after that. So I think I think a lot of that played into it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I had the Celtics in six. I thought if the Celtics way they did the first three rounds they're going to win the championship but golden state man they've been there they know how to win they know how to tighten it up defensively keep the ball don't turn it over and i think the celtics lost the series more than golden state won it um boston played very sloppy especially tatum which was surprising i thought you know for everything that he wanted to be the the i think the lights got a little too bright for him (laughs) He had a lot of turnovers in the series. There's but... something
1: not right about him, and and I know he has the whole like shoe apparently. But oh
0: yeah, he you didn't see him grabbing he, it like every fucking time every on the single court.
1: play bit when he's bitching to the ref. But but his shoulder his shoulder didn't hurt him when he's lifting his arms up bitching to the ref. Yeah, it's it's God the Aaron Rodgers complex. You know oh, when you're man. doing great, it doesn't hurt, but when you fuck up, oh my shoulder. He drove me nuts in that series, so. So did Marcus Smart with that? With all those three, and if you, I don't know, I'm just gonna keep ranting. But I would say, like, it. Golden State, Golden State's just leaving Marcus Smart open on purpose. It's not like Marcus Smart's finding ways to get open to shoot a, a three pointer. No, they're going, go ahead, dude, shoot the three. It's going, it's going off the bill, dude. We have a like, you guys have a better shot of me throwing up a three and that shit going in than Marcus Smart. You know, and that's the funny thing too because Draymond Green said it after the first game. We can't let we're gonna uh, what he he's something along the lines of like – he said we can't let Hor- like Derek White Marcus Smart like he said something about their shooting percentage and how and and how good it was or something like that he's like that's yeah not happening he said every they're
0: night. not gonna have a night like that again in this series basically right. saying like we're gonna dare them to beat us and they couldn't like as much as Marcus yeah. Smart thinks he's a splash brother for Christ's sakes he's really <laughs> not the only splashing he does is when
1: he dives on the court See, after a basketball this is what I have to say about Marcus Smart. When things are going good, he he loves it. He wants to be in the storyline, wants all the hype. When shit hits the fan, he doesn't want to be anywhere near it.
0: Well, he starts blaming people and getting exactly, in their face.
1: Exactly. You know, I can't stand his like his post-game interviews and his press conferences when he's just like, he's acting like he's the big brother out there. Like, dude, he's just like, he's talking down to people. It's, it's so painful to listen to. I mean, speaking of that. I'll say this. At least he has an impact on the game
0: and he's great. No, I like the way he
1: plays. Yeah. Right. I, I just wish he was a little more aware of his role. You know what I mean?
0: But the guy I'm about to say has no idea what his role is. He thinks he's freaking Michael Jordan out there, the way he acts and carries himself. That Grant Williams guy. Holy oh. shit. Does he bug me? Yeah. Man. Oh, I cannot yeah. stand him. And I hate how like, you know, he, he plays into the whole nerd factor thing and you know, the guys make fun of him and shit. And it's just like, Dude, like, you really think you're this great basketball player? Like, obviously, yeah, you're in the pros and shit, but know where you are on the depth chart, my friend. Like, and just yeah. go from there. Another aspect in this series where I think the Celtics lost, even though the guy played like really good, was Rob Williams. I mean, love this guy that guy, had love his him. Fucking knee ripped apart. You know, we got the surgery, and was a game? There was a game, maybe game three, right? The one they won in Boston at the end of the game. Probably, but dude, that guy grabbed every
1: single rebound, like oh, imaginable. Yeah, no. I I think it was game four then, because game four, yeah, he was he was grabbing re- like I think it was game three and four. He was he rebounds. He was blocking the shit out of people. He was all he was all over the paint. And then you know the fourth quarter comes late in the game. Yeah, this was game four when Golden State came back in the fourth right. quarter. <clears throat> He's I just remember seeing him specifically going back up and down the floor, hobbling, hobbling big time. Like, holy shit. I'm not saying the Celtics Celtics would have won a percent but if, look, when the Celtics are on the ball well, they're probably the toughest team in the league to beat, but they weren't moving the ball well. Sloppy passing, too many turnovers, and they couldn't hit their freaking free throws. How many free throws did Jalen Brown and, and, and Tatum, I think I could count probably on two hands, how many times a, a a player in this series missed both their free throws?
0: Yeah, it's I um was it game five? It happened yet? to Brown and at
1: least once. Happened to Tatum a couple times, I think.
0: Tatum missed uh, two of them in Golden State at the end when they were trying to like come back a little bit. Like I remember that being like, wow, like that's when it hit me. Like it's the 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 moment's too big for Tatum. There's something and I, missing
1: like, in him right now. There's something missing there.
0: Look, he just wants to go to L.A. It's really not that hard to figure out. Oh and come on. I, I'm serious I've been saying this for years because he wants to be Kobe chance, and
1: stuff like that
0: yes the second he has a chance to get to la I think he's gonna take it and go but that's why that league sucks but here's the thing though well you wouldn't be saying it if everybody want to go to the Celtics yeah I would. here's a, I, I think the Celtics win it next year because they're they're gonna be right there again they're gonna have Tatum and Brown you got to think Williams Rob Williams will be healthy and okay. you know these teams how are they going to compete with them like um, I still like them against Milwaukee. I still like them against Miami right now. And I know Miami's rumored for some trades and stuff like that, but you want to get into that at all in a second, but I okay. think, th- I... I think the Celtics,
1: they got to be the favorites coming out of the East next year. Right. I, I don't know. Cause I, cause look next year, you're, I think we're all assuming that Chris Middleton is going to be a hundred percent ready to go. And I still I mean, like the Celtics in that series. I, uh I don't know. It, 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 look, I think Milwaukee blew that series. They, 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 I mean, it really should have been Golden State versus the Bucks. I mean, what? They had a 3-2 series lead, and they blew that? It, yep. It, if Middleton's healthy, that's not happening, I don't think. I think Milwaukee wins that series. And next year, if he is healthy, I, I think I'll take Milwaukee.
0: I'm taking Celtics still next year, especially where, you know, I know Jalen Brown didn't have the best finals, but Brown, to me, seems like so a, very, a, a brilliant guy, though. and I, I, I like him. Right, but I'm saying like mentally, he's a very smart guy, and I think he realized, okay, this was a big learning experience. So I'm going to expect more out of him next year. But you were talking about the, oh, I was talking about the Heat, and you mentioned some trade rumors and shit.
1: Yeah, I was going to get into the Kyrie thing. Did you hear about that too? Yeah, go ahead if you want to break that. <laughs> well, down. no, I was just going to say like the, the, uh, the fact that a team would even think. Uh, now I'm not, gonna, I'm not, I don't mean to come off like bashing the Heat for making a the trade they didn't make yet. But, like, the fact that, like, they're willing to even discuss this possibility is absolutely insane. Now, there's all these reports about, you know, Jimmy Butler a few years ago was asked if there's one player in the league you would love to play with, who would it be? You know whose answer was? It was Kyrie Irving. But all I'm saying is you paired up Kyrie Irving with his best buddy in the whole freaking world in Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. How'd that work out? You have You have <clears> – <throat> I think he's a little bit overrated, I'll say. But Eric Spolstra, how's that all going to work out you You just had you just had a respectable individual and in Steve Nash come in and run the Brooklyn Nets, and then you have Kyrie Irving running his own side practices. Are you really going to bring that shit into Miami? I if they do if if, if they do bring him in, oh, I think it's going to be an utter disaster. Well, I don't think he's going to go to Miami. I think
0: I think the Heat. See, this is where I kind of just contradicted myself because I said I wouldn't like their chances against the Celtics next year. But I think if Miami makes some trades, then I think they're going to be a legitimate threat against the Celtics. I mean, personally, me, I think if I'm Miami, I'm going after Joel Embiid. I mean, I want to pair yeah. him up with Jimmy Butler right I away. See that. I, I would love that if the Miami Heat did that. Um, Who's Philly getting back? Like, draft picks or what? Probably something like that, but wouldn't matter. I mean, I, Philly's done. Philly, that whole was a fucking sham and it's over with as as quick as that whole shit started it's over with yeah Uh, but I would love to see like Joel down in Miami with Jimmy Butler like that that would be like kind of like when when they had Dwayne Wade and Shaquille O'Neal a little bit
1: yeah that'd be definitely be an interesting uh, an interesting group you can tell you can absolutely tell that Joel Embiid he like he wants to be in that big moment he wants to be in that big game and Jimmy Butler, I will, I will never question that dude's toughness, that dude's willingness to win. I-, I think he's one of the best competitors in in the entire.
0: He is, dude. He's an all heart and soul player. The yeah. fact that Philly just let him go, what a yep. freaking joke! I uh, forgot he was there for a brief bit. I know, and they let him go I because I completely of
1: forgot he was even there for that time. I'll never forget it, man. Like I was at a Flyers game on the Saturday afternoon,
0: and. Literally, so they, you know, they asked everyone to rise for the anthem, and as people were starting to stand up, every you could see everybody's phone like lighting up, and it was like everybody had like the abs and all that shit saying that they got Jimmy Butler, and the place just started chanting Jimmy Butler, like it was hilarious. But yep, they let him go for Ben Simmons. But to wrap up, was, the he, was Man- he
1: there with him beat it at any point? No, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I just said that. Well, you know, the
0: stars are coming out, so. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> uh, to wrap up your Celtics, Mikey, I think they're going to be right back there next season. They don't have anything to worry about. I wouldn't know because
1: who do, who do people compare Jason Tatum to the most, do you think?
0: His playing style.
1: Playing style and everything, is size. Kobe. No, but, like, active players. I don't know. Kevin Durant, people say that. And if people are comparing him to a young Kevin Durant who was like lanky coming into the league, building it up, gets to a finals when he's young. Well, that Oklahoma City team never got back there. And I think – I don't think that's a fluke. Yes, that was a great team when they got there and lost to LeBron. But they were missing a little And I I still think Jason Tatum is missing a little something. Just the way Kevin Durant was always missing that little something.
0: It's a great fucking point. I like that a lot. Uh, real quick, NBA draft is tomorrow night. First overall pick will be Orlando. The Celtics would have had the 25th pick in the first round, but they traded that to San Antonio, oh, I good. believe, in the Derek White deal. So do the Celtics even have a draft pick? Let me take a look here.
1: Oh, who cares? The top five picks are all that matter.
0: Yeah, they, they no, pick at 53.
1: Real quick on the NBA <laughs> draft, I won't be long. I'll save 20 seconds. If I'm any team that's picking like, I don't know, 8 through 20, Dude, I'm taking I'm taking a shot on one of these international players because I feel like they just get way too underscouted and you don't know enough about them and you, and and they're starting to emerge a lot in the NBA. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, Giannis was from Greece. Uh, who else? Jokic, top my head. Yeah, Jokic. What about the the kid there
1: with in the Dallas? What the hell is his Dallas? name? Yeah, dude, I get him and Jokic can I think I referred to him as Jokic last year. Luka, Luka
0: Doncic. Luka Donch
1: Doncic, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Dude, his mom's a rocket.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the picture of her. You know who else's mom mom's
1: pretty hot? Is that Zach Wilson, the quarterback of the Jets? Oh yeah. Who there was someone else's mom in the draft this year who was sexy too. I forget who was. I think was. Steph
0: Curry's mom's kinda hot. Uh
1: I, I forget what she looks like. I I I I just remember that whole like his mom and his dad Relationship fiasco. Uh, real, quick,
0: real quick, what did you, what did you make of the Celtic crowd chanting "fuck you, Draymond"?
1: I love it. It's part of the game. I I couldn't stand the fucking bitch ass Warriors complaining about it. After. Steve Kerr. Oh oh, real classy Boston dude. You played in dude, You played in this league in the friggin with Michael Jordan and all that shit. Like, come on, man. Like he pissed me off. The, the whole Klay Thompson thing. He's a hypocrite. Back when he was a a younger player in this league. You know what he said about a crowd that was chanting stuff like that? Oh, it's part of the game. Get used to it. Now he's going to come here and bitch about Boston's crowd? Dude, you're maturing backwards, you clown. Uh, like, uh, Go shave the pubes off your face. Oh, I can't stand him. I cannot. He's up there and one of the players. I respect the hell out of Draymond Green. I think he's great. I love that guy. He can take people, tell him to F himself, but you know what? He'll just say F you back, whatever. He can take it. I like the fact that he can kind of take it.
0: Look, as long as it ain't racial or yeah, homophobic exactly. no, or anything yeah. like that, it's all in play. Dude, even yeah. Draymond was loving it and playing it up. The yeah, fuck you, Draymond? Can. Dude, it's all a part of the fun. Like, even even they had the Celtics owner, Wick Grossbeck, on um Felgrim Mass the other day. And he pretty much said, like, yeah, like, we love our fans as long as it's, you know, racial or anything over the right. line like that. That's. That's the identity, man. Like and guess makes what? It makes it fun. It makes Every it fun. other team in the league would kill to have an identity like that, to have oh, a hostile oh, environment to go and play
1: Oh, in. it would be a shame if Russell Westbrook was on that team cuz he would have he would have called timeout and said, "Hey, we got to kick 35,000 fans out of here cuz they're bothering me." And you know what? The NBA would bow down and do it. You know, cuz it's all it's always especially in this league. It's always the player's word over anyone else's. Like, dude, you know how many times You've seen videos of, like, someone just saying, hey, Russ, you suck. Just, like, joking around. And then he just, like, turns around (laughs) and he's like, come on, what? Like, come on. Like, like saying something to, like, some official in, like, a suit and tie, trying to get him kicked out. Like, dude. And I don't know. They just drive me. A lot of players in the NBA drive me nuts with that.
0: Remember that old guy in Philly just giving him the double bird? Oh, good. Yeah, good. Uh, uh, But, yeah. You know, and good on Draymond, man. He played it up. Hey, that's the second time that he got teed up and tossed out of a game in the playoffs, and Golden State went on to win the series without losing another matchup. For some reason, for some reason, they they really rallied around Draymond Green getting tossed out of games, but he's entertaining his shit, and at the end, he does get the last laugh. And you know what? He fits his role, and he knows it, and he plays it well.
1: And obviously, that's why he's a four-time champ. The one thing, the one problem I did have with him though was him being like, "Oh, my kids are in the stands, dude." You're their father. How many freaking F-bombs you think he's dropped in that hold? Uh, what the fuck? This, like, that comment aggravated the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie. He did in the championship parade. Remember? He was like, ah, oh, fuck him or something like that. Yeah.
0: But nonetheless, man, like I said, I, I, I don't think the Celtics have anything to worry about moving forward. We'll However, see. the other team that calls the TD Garden home Wow, did they have a lot to worry about? That is Mikey's Boston Bruins. This portion of the show is brought to you by Norse Beards. Head on over to www.norsebeards.com. Oh. code OCS for your top of the line beardsman needs. Well, hey, maybe Clay Thompson will have to head over there to Norse Beards. Mikey talked about the pubic hair on his chin. Uh, <laughs> Mikey, your Boston like Bruins.
1: That. I got
0: there you go. You know, it's a little radio magic right there, you know? Uh, oh, that
1: was good. That was bad. That, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that caught you, didn't it? It made me chuckle. Holy shit. So I am I got the lightning game on right now for the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I wish, oh,
1: you pain in the ass. You schedule all this shit on so this. I was like, let's do it Tuesday. I, I had to something Wednesday. to do. I know
0: you fucking did. So, so they just showed the outside, the giant. It's like pet. Pa- it's not a patio, but it's like a giant fucking courtyard, we'll call it right. Oh, and by the uh Tampa Bay Rink. It's really cool. It's only really got like the whole watch party going on. Mikey, I think the TV's the size of my fucking microwave that they're all watching.
1: Dude, on. dude, the same thing happened in Boston. Holy shit. I mean, like, there's that big that big Celtics watch party. I forget like somewhere in the seaport. And and in the and the uh the fucking the screen was like a little I don't even yet. Yeah, like you said, it was like a microwave. It's like, dude, like there's a million people here, and you have this kind of screen. It, it's it's, it's like those, you might as well get that fourth grade TV on wheels and roll that shit out. It's kind of like uh, one of those like TVs you find like
0: campers and shit.
1: Yeah, but the ones with the flashlights on on and shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's actually speaking of that, I remember I I was doing. This is a quick little fun fact. Those little TVs had like a like a fucking four inch screen on it or some shit. It was also like a flashlight and like, like like some kind of like burner or something. That was in my kitchen when I was working on a school project. When the Patriots won their first Super Bowl, and I'll never forget watching that on that. Did I'll you just say you you were hanging out with your flashlight? Basically.
0: Nice, nice. So at, not- yeah, at,
1: yeah. At eight years old.
0: Don't knock it till you try it. So, Mikey, what is going on with your Boston Bruins? They fired their coach, Bruce Cassidy, who has since now been hired by the Vegas Golden Knights. The Bruins still don't have a coach. And, oh, by the way, their general manager, Don Sweeney, who just fired the coach,
1: is still does not have his contract renewed. Nope. So, something weird is going on. But, hey, who do you I – th- I think I said on the last episode that I, I think it may have come from ownership about this whole thing about, you know, someone's gotta go. It's either it's either you or the or the head coach. I'm starting to think less of that. What's the one thing Jeremy Jacobs has always, always, always cared about? You know what? Get me the few extra playoff games, get me the few extra money. I mean I meant to say dollars. Give me the few extra dollars and I'm happy. Bruce Cassidy, in all of the years that he's been here, he's made the playoffs. Yeah, so, He's he's fulfilled Jeremy Jacobs needs right there, fine. I think it came from somewhere in the locker room. Like we said, you know, I joked about oh the players run the team. I don't think they really they actually really had a uh, much to do about this. Maybe, but I don't know. I'm starting to think now that maybe maybe this runs deeper than the front office or especially the uh, the ownership. Cause, I mean, you go, go ahead. No, you. No, you've been on this for quite like. Quite some time Even before
0: last season I think Like you were really on it In the Islanders series When they went back to Tuca Even though he clearly Should not have been the guy And he was hurt Like you've been saying That the the, the team is running The asylum right now
1: Yeah it's, It sure seems like it And I don't know I feel like At this point though Like If you go in If you go into next season The Bruins You're missing a lot of guys Due to injuries You know what I mean So like if you're missing that many guys, I, I I really don't think your playoff chances are really that high. So why are you gonna have Bruce Cassidy here? Like McAvoy's injured, Bergeron's injured, friggin' Marshan's gonna be out. Like, like there's a whole long list of people. And now I hear, I don't know, someone floated a rumor around, would you trade David Pasternak for the number two overall pick? Yes. No. Yes. No, not this year. Why? I don't know. Like Look, I'm not going to pretend like I know all these NHL draft prospects. But you know what David Pasternak is. He's going to score you 35, 45 goals a season. And, look, I think you need defense. I don't know who the best defenseman is. But they're saying that next year, there's this all-world-class talent. I think his name is Bedard. Is that his name?
0: Yeah, there's four. The Bruins won't be in the top. They're not going to get this. No, no, no.
1: That's what I'm saying, though. Like, you have to kind of bank on a lot of things happening to actually get that kid. So it's like, no, I'll take the sure player in David Poshnot over, over, over the possibility of Don Sweeney screwing up the number two overall pick. But here's the thing. First of all, I think the first couple of picks, except
0: for that that kid or something like that, it's supposed to be like, good center depth in this in this draft, right? Like, that could be a top-line center. If I'm the Bruins, i do that, one, because
1: they have no fucking
0: mi- right now. I'm in the minority that I think Pasternak's overrated. And I know that might seem crazy, but I think Pasternak needs somebody to feed him, needs somebody to create the play. All he does is finish. He does it very exceptionally well. I would give him that. But again, I think he's a tad overrated. So I would move him, okay? Because apparently the big rumor is from the report that – I forget who had it, but it was out there. You know, he didn't like the way Sweeney and the Bruins handled Tory Krug and who's the other free agent that left he was friends with? Um, I forget. But he wasn't happy crazy. with that. Yeah, Krejci, uh, thank you. And he didn't like that, so I guess, like, the agent texted back, like, no chance he resigns if Sweeney's still the GM. Yeah, move him now. Trade him to Jersey. Get the second overall pick. Draft a stud center that in two, three, maybe four years is going to be your top-line guy because we're starting to see these kids develop a lot faster than they used to. And I think that'll help jumpstart the Bruins. You already got a potential future goaltender in Swayman. You got you, your stud D-man in,
1: in, in McAvoy, like mine as well. See, my whole thing is, is like, if you're going to trade Knock and you're going to get younger, then what the hell are you going to do keeping Marsha in here? Why is he going to stay here? Shouldn't, shouldn't you trade him too? Yeah. Well, I mean, if, but, like, how is that going to go over for, with this whole fan base? I don't think very well. If I mean, look, if Bruce Cassidy is the first step of that, then, okay, maybe you move on from Cassidy because you're trying to rebuild. But if you're going to trade Poshinok, you might as well trade freaking Marshan too. That's all I'm saying.
0: Right. That's exactly. Like, they can get a haul, and this rebuild won't be that long if if that's what they do. But, look, you can't. Getting Bergeron back for one year and David Krejci back from one year automatically makes them a legit Cup contender. I'm not going to no. believe it because no, no. I'm still not sold on Swayman like you are. You, you, I, I don't like the Lindholm guy. Um, that trade and that contract is going to be horrible. You know, again, the defenseman they should have got was Klingberg out of Dallas. He's more of the Bruin style, and and like you said, Marchand's out till November. McAvoy's out till I'm guessing the same timeline. Grizzly as well. A lot of these top guys are injured, so the Bruins are already behind the eight ball before the NHL season now is over.
1: It it could look ugly early and and you know who knows who knows if Cassidy would have been no, but look here, I'll say this. I remember last season when Bergeron was out for a period of time and Martian was out for a period of time, this team still strung some wins together. I don't think you're doing that without Bruce Cassidy. I I really don't.
0: Yeah, he he really did an excellent job of not having that game where things just kind of fall apart and shit, right? Like no, like no, they had on no, the Julian at the end. Right. He always got the most out of
1: those guys. But some of these young guys, they want they want the hand on the shoulder. It's okay. I know you had a bad game and you were a minus three, but guess what? You'll get them tomorrow. That's what some of these freaking guys want, and it and it bugs the crap out of me.
0: That's no, just how the whole league is getting like. That's why we talk about. Yes, I'm talking about Jake. Yes, I'm talking about Jake DeBrusque. Well, we'll talk about it in a second, but that's what, like, you know, the whole media aspect going against John Tortorella because he's like a hard, brash, in your face kind of coach. Like, people think that's a dinosaur because you could, you know, those coaches don't last anymore. All these younger kids, they got to be kind of coddled and and, and developed a certain way. Otherwise, they're going to want to demand a trade. Dougie Hamilton was one like that. Like, oh, You know, it that's just the nature of the beast in the NHL now.
1: Yeah, no, I I hear you, and you mentioned it. Like you said, it's it's a deep draft for centers. But look, like I, I really don't think the Bruins have much of defense at all, other than you know. I know you don't like Lindholm, but you know he is a serviceable defenseman. He is a pretty good defenseman. In my book, my book, he can be my number two. But other than that, other than McAvoy. In um, in him, I don't like anyone on this defense. Connor Clifton is what he is. He's 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 a number six and a fringe starter. Like, if you have to throw him out there, he can be out there. He he, he at worst is a seventh, at best is a sixth, in my opinion. We all know about Grizzlick and how he can't he can't handle the load, especially on especially on the power play. What? I why? But no, but in, <laughs> in I think Brandon Carlo is one of the biggest stiffs in the NHL when it comes to defensemen. I I, I, I really do. And look, so, my my thing on Lindholm is he's not a player.
0: Like he's no, not gonna bo- he's not gonna go banging in corners and laying the big hits, dude. You just saw it in his first playoff series with the Bruins. Him getting knocked the fuck out by Sveshnikov with a hit. But boy,
1: but boy, can he break the puck out? Yes, in the regular season when people are playing at seventy percent. Yeah, he's been. He's been in the playoffs before. What, twice with Anaheim? Like, how much were yeah. you watching Anaheim yeah. duck hockey? No, no, I really wasn't. But I'm just saying, like, it's not like it's not like he hasn't been there before. And he was and guess he's what? Bi- he still got, he got his own ass he, knocked out. Yeah, he got he got absolutely manhandled in that hit.
0: Brandon, you know, we made Brandon Cooks look smart for Christ's sakes. Oh boy, that was another brutal hit. No, but seriously, like Mikey, you know it as well as I do. These players don't play hard that hard in the regular season. Maybe the first couple couple of weeks they do, and then they coast because they know it's a long season. So obviously, like those plays are going to look good in the regular season, but in the playoffs, man, they couldn't do anything in Carolina. So you know that tells you something right there. He couldn't. Neither break could New up York. Really?
1: What's that? I said neither could New York. Really, it was it was like that with New York too.
0: Yeah. Okay, but still, like. You're paying this guy a boatload of no, money? No, I know. I know. It
1: it, it doesn't look good, especially from that huge I I hear you on that. No, I think it's stupid. I think uh, Sweeney panicked. He probably did. But, I mean, what else did he have? What else did he have to put out there? Nothing. Well, that's his own fault for not signing any no, free no, agents last season. I, I agree. I 100% agree. And, and and whose fault? Is it Bruce Cassidy's fault that Zoboro can't get his ass on the – or keep his on the ice? I don't think so. He well, sucks, too. I'm, I, I've am i had enough of this. Jacob Zaborl kid that, that got drafted friggin' seven years ago, and, oh, we're still waiting.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny? You mentioned, like, what else was he supposed to do signing a defenseman. It's just, I don't know. And I know it's two totally different sports, but the mindset is what fascinates me, where you remember a couple years ago it was – the Patriots, but they were losing like their entire offensive line, and everybody was freaking out, saying, "Oh, like you got to sign Nate Solder to at least keep something there." And stand Nate Solder, never mind. But, but the point is, though, Belichick let him go. You don't pay somebody just because. Talk about overrated, Nate Solder. Right, but I'm Holding saying just to keep 77 him
1: there. offense.
0: <laughs> you don't overpay somebody just to have them there. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Just yeah. because you've had them there before and that's what you know. Like, screw it, you rebuild it. Okay, you fucking. Because now you're really committing yourself financially and on the salary cap in the NHL, it's not a soft cap. And I think he really just screwed the Bruins a little bit or a, a big amount on the back end.
1: But don't you think Sweeney kind of looked at it as, okay, I thought Grizzlick might be able to be a little bit of Krug. And, and I'll tell you what, Krug, what was great about him, his ability to break the puck out of the defensive end, he was great at it. When he left, they couldn't do it at all. Now, I know you said, you know, in the regular season, he he did it well as opposed to the uh, the playoffs fine. But I look at it that way of no one on this team can actually break the puck out and move the puck. Lindholm is, is really swift with his passing. So no, like as far as Sweeney's concerned, I completely understand that move. That particular move. I do.
0: And you're right about the Krug thing. He gambled that Grizzly would be able to be seamless and fit in. He can't. And he lost the Krug thing. And I will say, Krug played with a lot of heart, and he was a balls player. He he could he was very good at breaking the puck out. The only thing that hurt him, obviously, was his size. But I, uh, they 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 picked the wrong small guy.
1: That's the problem. I I regret talking smack about Tory Krug. I always thought he was like just like I don't know, just like a solid offensive player. It wasn't great defensively, but he was better defensively than I than I kind of gave him credit for. You know what
0: he kind of reminded me of? As and I'm not trying to be funny, a, a smaller Andrew Ferens with better scoring. Yeah. No, you know, I the small guy that's going to fight when he has to and he's going to he be a fucking prick. He wasn't as tough prick. as
1: Ferris, but he was gritty.
0: He was a tough victory Torrey Krug, man. He yeah. he took beatings a lot and he kept going. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, who do you think the next coach of the Bruins is? There's reports that they're going to be talking with Jim Montgomery, the assistant coach of the Blues, former Rangers coach, and BU coach David Quinn. Him.
1: You want Quinn. I'll just say David Quinn. Just I don't know. Just the whole BU connection. Your future captain's gonna be a BU kid. You know, David Quinn will be the head coach. I I think it fits in. Maybe he can screw Charlie Coyle's head on straight for once, because you know he's getting paid. You know he's getting paid a hefty salary for him. Being a, yeah, and he's gonna be the what? The number two center, number one center. You got to get someone to beef him up a little bit. I don't know. Maybe the BU coach gets to him. I I, I don't know. I, I think the BU connection might be able to mean something. Well, don't forget, he wasn't at BU for that long. No, I know. Yeah. He went to the you Rangers
0: know. pretty quick. No, no, no,
1: no, no. I'm talking about Coyle. Hey, he
0: was only there for a year, right? I don't even think it was that because there was shit going on with the team. Because
1: yeah, I know Eichel was only there for a the, year. Who the,
0: else? The, the Sharks. The, there was shit going on with the BU team, and the Sharks called oh, Coyle yeah. and said, get the fuck up to Canada and get away from this mess. So Right. Oh, if you he- know not you know what's weird is Coyle is my cousin's cousin, and I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I would never bring that up to him. I mean, and you I guys
1: would... do are from like one town over.
0: He's from Weymouth, and that's where my yeah my aunt's husband, my uncle is from, and it's like oh that. wait, but... Charlie
1: Coyle is from Weymouth. I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> you mean Netson didn't tell you like a hundred times? No, no, I didn't show? hear that
1: fifty billion times a game. And well, I bet you didn't know this
0: that Chris Wagner's from Walpole.
1: Chris Wright is from Walpole, really,
0: and you know who else is from Walpole? Oh, my boy, my boy! Oh yeah, you know, and 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 Matt Grizzlick. he's from Charlestown.
1: He's oh yeah, right across. Yeah, but the, right the cool the thing,
0: the cool thing about Matt Grislik is his dad works for the bull gang at the Garden. That is cool. Look at that, bringing a kid to work day. <laughs> uh, Mikey, so you want David Quinn the next coach of the Bruins? Yeah, I'll take him. All right, uh, I don't
1: love, I don't love it, but I'll
0: take it. We kind of mingle, Philly and Boston sports, because that's how we are. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers named their 23rd coach in team history the other day. None other than Torch, John Tortorella. This
1: ought to be good.
0: I love it. I love it.
1: I can't wait to see what he says to Connor out. Oh, my God. Will you make a fucking save?
0: You're, like, just getting in his face, and like screaming at him. But, dude, I, I, I think it's awesome because – I think he's finally going to bring some accountability to the team. He's going to teach the young kids to play the game right, do the little things right, and I think that's what's going to set them up for the future. Hopefully, that's what I'm hoping, but again, the media came over the story in, I believe it was 09. Flyers are on a 10-game win streak. Mike Richards told them, don't publish the story. It's the one of them all going out every night, getting shit-faced. They still, <laughs> and they still posted the story, and that's when the whole shitstorm got created. So here's the, here is the, the revenge tour now. Now, now Torch is going to give the media what they deserve for screwing over the Flyers in the mid 2000s or upper 2000s.
1: Oh boy, buckle up. Cause this, look, this could either be really good for Flyers or this could be of the complete other way. Do you think they're going to, so like, do you think as a collective group, they're going to respond well to his style?
0: Uh, yes, because Cam Atkinson's a veteran player. He's already bought in. He's excited. He's I played for him can- before, too, right? In Columbus, yeah. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Torch tries to get somebody else that really bought into him and really likes him as a coach to get on this team. Because Guys like that to, yep. to buy in because that will filter throughout the rest of the team. That was my next question.
1: I was going to be like, that John Tortorella might like go out and grab someone from somewhere that he he's coached in the past to try to get someone in there to help out. Because, I don't know, who's their captain right now? Who is it? Uh, it like, was it was Giroux, but you know, once yeah. they
0: traded him, they didn't. They don't name have another
1: one at, one at the moment.
0: I wouldn't name one, but he's gone. So
1: I wonder if he brings someone in, like I don't know, like I don't even know who's available. But
0: well, here's my thing, you know, one player they've had him before in the past. He loves John Tortorello, this guy. He's had him twice. Let me guess. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know his contract. I think I'm he sorry, got go sent ahead. down to the minors, a defenseman. And I could see Torch bringing this guy in on a PTO, maybe just to try to, you know, add more of that, hey, believe in the coach type thing. That's Michael Delzato. Okay. He loved him in New York. You know, he said it on 24-7. And then uh, there was another thing when Torch got hired in Columbus, Delzato went out of his way to praise him.
1: He's definitely one of those coaches, though, that, like, you show up every day and you just, like, you just don't want to screw up. (laughs) <laughs>
0: no, I know. look, <laughs> I grew up in an Italian household, man. They're, they're not going to be afraid to let you know about it, but that's the thing. I, I, and I've been equating this a couple of times. I think the torch thing, I think it's the exact same thing with Belichick in the media. He just does it to deflect away from the distractions of the team, put everything on the coach. And, and I think behind the no, scenes, it's you, smart.
1: It's good. he's a
0: great guy. He, he has his charities for the dogs. He's big into that, which I love that. But, um, like you said, though he he's gonna be hard. He's gonna be demanding. You better block your fucking shots, otherwise you're gonna have to hear
1: about it. Oh my god, yeah. And, and look, the Flyers might need that with uh, number seventy nine there.
0: Dude, I love that you
1: get on him. I'm just saying, like it can't it can't hurt that they bring in a coach who really stresses block shots. That can't hurt a guy like him.
0: Well, he said it in his. I'm first
1: not. Ta- I'm not saying the guy sucks. I'm just saying that like, he ne-
0: he needs to be better. Yeah, and guess what? He bo- had a great bounce back year. Uh, oh, and by the way, a little breaking. He said, said great. He oh, said great. On, I just said I have breaking news. Good. Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner have reportedly split up. So that's not good. Um, uh, no. Carter Hart, had a, He had a good bounce back year from that 56 game season. Again, I'm going to tell you right now. He. His his <laughs> um progression has been it's been stunted, man. Like the COVID thing really affected two years of his oh, career. Jesus, I'm Jesus. just saying.
1: Doesn't that go for every prospect?
0: Don't you think it's a little bit different with goalies?
1: And here's the thing: he was rushed to
0: the NHL. He was rushed because of financial reasons. Okay. So it's like he never – he didn't get one full year down in the minors to be able to just learn the pro game of hockey and develop down there. He was rushed up because they're owned by Comcast. They had eight different goalies that year. The fans were getting pissed. So they said, oh, we got a goalie prospect that people will love. Let's throw him in the fire, and that's what happened.
1: Eh, I just think, yeah, you could still get a hefty return for him. But,
0: yeah, no shit you could, dude.
1: So, so do it. So do it.
0: No, it's, like, stupid. (laughs) It's it's the same way – the way I look at it, if you have the the top-of-the-line goalie, it's Not with Tortorella here anymore, though, I'll say that. Not with him coming in.
1: For what? Like, I don't think – I don't think you could make a case for trading Hart with Tortorella being here now.
0: Can you imagine, like – and this would never happen, but I would laugh so hard if, like, Hart just gives up a bad goal and Torch just fucking (sighs) fires a water bottle at him from the bench?
1: Or or just – Yanks or, or fucking yanks him after one goal, like a, like a shit goal goes in and he yanks him after that, dude, that would fuck with him.
0: No, but like, he's done that. Is before. there any part
1: of you though? Cause like, no, like I'm not even trying to joke or be a dick anything right now, but like, I know that he like, you know, he's, he's gotten the second, a second sports, like just, do you think this could actually like backfire? Cause like, I don't know. Like, do you think like if Tor- if he has a bad game and Tortorella's is on his ass, like how's he going to respond?
0: No, I think it's a good thing with Torch because one thing that all of his players will say, whether they like him or they hate him, at the end of the day, you know where you stand. He ain't going to lie to you and make you feel good. He's going to tell you, you sucked, make a save or whatever. He's going to tell it like it is. And I think if Carter Hart does have the sports psychologist still, that's going to be a benefit. Hey, you know what? I sucked. I got to get over it. Yeah, you really do. And whatever, move on. I think, Towards being old school enough like that, we're telling it like it is, will be a benefit that should help Philly. Now, do I think it's all going to be sunshine and rainbows? No. I think there's going to be a lot of growing pains at first. There's going to be some frustration, but you got to stay patient. They're not making the playoffs anyway. So just let him build the foundation of how a team should – and then you just see where you go from there. Now, another thing I had on Carter Hart is, though, you know, there were some times where – some goals this year, despite him having a good bounce back year, there <laughs> the are some goals that you can't let in. So I think that he's Florida that game
1: made me laugh.
0: Yeah, he's got to be more consistent, but I'm not concerned because Torts took over a young team in Columbus. He had two young goalies in Corpus Allo and Likens, and they both goalies played pretty well under Tortorella. Yeah, so I that that's that's what I'm kind of holding on to, but we'll I see. think. Uh, I think it should be fine. What do you say we move on now?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. We're good.
0: And by the way, Edem tried chirping me on Twitter. We're going to get you on, bud. I promise. Like, Because I do. I want to talk Celtics because all you do is cry and complain about the ref. So I do want to bring him on the show. Uh, we're going to move over to the Patriots now. Oh, he does. Oh. Go to www.oldcitysports.com, old spelled O-L-D-E, for all your favorite OCS podcasts and articles. Uh, Mikey, the Patriots. Rumor coming I- out that. I think I, have, I think I have a boner right now for what you're about to say. Okay, well, this won't do it. Matt Patricia, the big rumor going around that he's going to be calling the offensive plays. Immediately uh, soft. Immediately I, went limp. Yep, exactly. Buzzkill right there. A little gummy worm action. Uh,
1: I'll, I'll tell you right now, I fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. Look, when they brought Matt Patricia back, I completely figured he was here to, you know, figure out the defense. No more of this 12 men on the field shit. None of, the, none of these, like, stupid you know ridiculous formations that no one knows what they're doing. No, but it turns out he's going to the other side of the ball. Oh my god. Like look, look. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and defend it, but I'm going to wait and see what happens in the season. I I don't like it. I don't have much confidence in it. I'm going to I'm going to hold my judgment though.
0: Yeah, I don't like it. I will tell you right now. I and I'm going to judge I, I them. I think it's stupid. I, I, this guy. The only thing he should be doing is running down Route One and going to Dunkin' Donuts for Bill Belichick. I don't want him running the defense. Nothing. This guy is a bozo with a capital B. I look, well, he's a fine he, defensive coach. You wouldn't say that. No, he's not. How many times yes, did you he get defense he's suck? He's and then fine Belichick defensively. Go over. No,
1: he's,
0: he's not. Fine. Yes, no, he's he not. is. Yes, No, he's he is. not. He's how many fine. times did that defense suck? No pressure. Belichick would go over, lay into them. All of a sudden, now they're blitzing and they can make
1: a stop. Yeah, but when it comes to like game planning and X's and O's, I think he's fine. Oh. He's good. Dude, he couldn't even last a training camp in Detroit. Hey, that Malcolm Butler pickoff was because of him. No, it wasn't. D- don't you forget that. No, I know, but it he kind Flores. of said that. What? No, it but don't you remember that? Fr- don't you remember the press conference? Of like him being like, I have I have I have the best play in Super Bowl history. No, no. but like look, I think he's fine defensively. I do. No, I'm all set with the guy. Offensively, got... yeah, you're not going to. I won't talk. I won't say anything about that. Like, no, I'm not confident in that aspect. Defensively, I think he's a good enough. Oh, God, I
0: can't believe you're fine with him. No, no real but, quick.
1: No, no, okay. I, I don't want him anywhere near
0: Mac Jones. He's still young and developing. And this guy, all he'll do is fucking ruin him. Because this guy, to me, seems like he always has to be the smartest guy in the room. And I don't yeah. give a shit that he's a rocket scientist. Great. Awesome. Go to fucking NASA. Because th- just being a rocket scientist have you a breakdown film and become a great X's and O's coach. No, it doesn't so go
1: build a rocket ship, fly to the moon and just stay there. Do you think this is kind of all a front just cause it's like early on? It's it's OTAs, this and that. Do you think it's all kind of could be kind of a front from Belichick? Yeah. From like having Patricia calling the plays, not having it look like, I mean, not that they'd be screwing with Mac Jones just to do that and be, and be goofballs. But like, I don't know, like if this, like, true, if Pitch is really calling the plays, then that I, I don't think that's a good sign. I would much rather have like Bill Bellat Belich- plays than him. Yeah,
0: like, I, I I think they're fucked. I, I really do. I don't know what their plan is. and They have nobody else on the staff. I mean, what are you going to have, Joe Judge? I mean, that guy had third and 20 from his own three and did a quarterback
1: is, draw. That's another thing. What's his role on the team this year? Because, you know, last year was a mess. They had many penalties, like I said earlier, they had defensive 12 men on the field. They had illegal formations on special teams, guys lining up over the center. This shit, that shit. What's his name? Cam Accord. He sucked. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. So when they brought back Joe Judge and Patricia, I thought they were coming back, you know, figure things out defensively and for Judge to be here to figure things special teams-wise. Because I didn't, and even Matt Slater. I didn't, I, I didn't love him last season. I thought he didn't look right at times. And I don't know if that has anything to do with, you know, like Joe Judge not being here. But, look, they were a mess last year defensively at times and a complete mess on special teams. And the fact that Joe Judge isn't here to be, you know, focusing on special teams is, is absolutely a cause for concern.
0: I don't know. We'll see. I just – I don't like the way it's shaping up this year. But, holy this-
1: shit, if they do suck –
0: they're going to look so good doing it. Yes, we can move on over. The Patriots, they make oh. it official today because the helmet rule has changed in the NFL. You can now have more than one helmet. Uh, they officially announced they are bringing back the old-school red uniforms with the white pat, the Patriot helmet, the white pants. Um, Mike, you do me a favor. Toss me over that Skippy peanut butter, will you? Because these things Yeah, are... I'll join you. I'll, get, I'll give you one of my socks, too. Oh, uh, these... These things are. F- I love these jerseys. I got a Brady
1: one in red, man. They're fucking sexy. They're unfreaking believable, and they have like, I I think this year's logo, the Pat Patriots, bigger, so it'll look better on the helmet, in my opinion. But look, I I hope at times they break out the all whites too, because boy, do I love those just as much. You know, it's it- it's the whole, it's the same uniform except the red jerseys turn to the white jerseys. You get the white pants and the red, white, and blue striped socks. Oh, the all-whites would look amazing as well. I hope they, I hope this is like a new look because the current Patriot uniforms, boring. So you're talking about the – dude, my fucking nose is still bleeding. I think their you're, logo is fine. I I, I I think the Flying Elvis logo is fine. That uniforms, though, I, I'm not crazy about.
0: You're talking the white ones that they wore in 09 against Denver Uh, with McDaniels, remember in Denver? Yes, 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 yes. Those those were, oof, those were nice. But, yeah, the ones they have now are pathetic, dude. You're the fucking Patriots. Stop wearing Needham High School uniforms. And we get some real jerseys, for Christ's sakes. The ones they had with Brady were great. The ones they had with Bledsoe, the two-tone blue, those need to be the uniforms with the big Elvis on the shoulders.
1: Go back to those. The big Elvis, those things were huge. Oh, go back to those, please. You don't like no, but like I'd be fine if they just kept what they have now with with the uh, Pat Patriot helmets. I freaking love those.
0: No, I hate the ones they got now. No, again, they
1: need them high school. No, the red ones. I'm talking about. Right, I'm talking about the blue ones and the flying Elvis helmets. Those ones.
0: Yes, but look, I I the red ones should only be an alternate. I don't want to go back to that. The Patriots won Super Bowls with the flying Elvis. Okay. They didn't win shit. They were a disaster. They were an afterthought as the Minutemen with the Patriot. All right. Eh, new era. New B, era. No, no, B B, that's the alternate. If if they're gonna go back to one to be their regular home and away uniforms, it's gotta be that one that Bledsoe wore or the ones with Brady. I can understand moving off for the Brady one. That's that was rare air. If you go back to those Bledsoe ones, you know, with Bruschi when they made the Super Bowl in ninety-six, like no, now, now now it's give me the skippy, give me the jiff, give me the whole thing. <laughs> Going balls deep in both cans of peanut butter. Are you shitting me?
1: Oh, boy.
0: Think about that. You, you're you telling me one Sunday in October, you're watching Slater go a buck ten down the field in that red uniform. The next week, he's in that two-tone blue. You're not getting balls hard? Right? Look, you're not getting your fucking cock rock hard? No, and- I
1: probably am, but I have to get myself a new Patriots jersey. I'm telling you now. Oh. You didn't buy one of the ones they wear now, do you? No, I I told myself I'd get a Mac Jones jersey if they made the playoffs when he was a rookie, and I, I haven't done that yet. And I'm glad I'm oh. glad I, I'm glad I didn't buy one. Yeah, you... because be, I'm glad I didn't buy one yet. Because this news, I'll probably get a Mac Jones one. All right, We're going to a game this year, right? Yeah, in Minnesota.
0: No, I'm not. It's uh, a fucking Thanksgiving, <laughs> dude. I'm not going to that. No, we're going to Massachusetts. You idiot. Um, but yeah, uh, Mikey's sticking with the NFL real quick. Rob Gronkowski <laughs> yeah. retires again. And then Adam Schefter says, according to Gronk's agent, Drew Rosenhaus wouldn't be surprised if he decided to get the itch and come back again halfway through the year. So that's all I'm going to say about Gronk.
1: Yeah, we can, I, I don't want to say
0: anything about Yep. See ya. All right, Mikey, uh, your Boston Red Sox. For Local nine. How about that? Uh, I think they're what, like 15 and four, something stupid like that. They're last, the last 19 games. Uh, how do you feel
1: about your local nine, buddy? Uh, pretty good. But, you know, of, of course, they're not catching the Yankees. But one trap that I think people are getting into is like we're settling now for just like making one of those wild card spots, with, which I think is kind of pathetic. I think that's like mid market teams, which this team is trending toward. So if that's the way they're going to be, that's the way they're going to be. I don't like it. But. You should always be in contention for the top of the top of the AL East, like the New York Yankees who are, I don't know, 50 and 18. Like, holy shit. But um, Yeah. Well, well, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to jump down the Yankees underwear right now because I'm going to pump the brakes cause I, I still don't trust them. But I feel good about the Sox. I feel good about them making one of those wild card spots. But, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Everything's good and great because we're back in a a, a playoff spot.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, they're doing what they always do. They're beating the shit out of horrible teams. And then they're probably going to make the playoffs and then do something unique again. But, look, I think the Yankees are out first round. I think it's going to be hilarious. Um, Yeah, yeah, I I agree. but, But here's the thing. Chris Sale's supposed to be coming back soon, I think, after the Toronto trip, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, he's making a, another rehab stint, I think, in Florida before he goes to like Portland or Worcester or whatever. So he'll 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 likely be back in like two weeks, maybe or a week. I don't. Know. So do you think this team can actually <laughs> make a run in the playoffs if they get in? Uh yes, because I think they can hit as well as anyone, and their starting pitching has six has exceeded expectations. I think. Like, look, Mike. He I think he has an ERA below two five. I don't think that's gonna last in uh in the long run. But no, but I don't think their pitching is gonna win them anything, which is why I want I want them to invest in maybe a couple bullpen arms because their bullpen's still shaky. But no, they if, if they're hitting, they can hit with anyone in the league.
0: I agree with that. They they do have a really good offense that as you said, they can put up runs with the best of them whenever they want. Um but I think unless they they got to get one more starter and maybe another piece in the bullpen, obviously you're
1: not going to trade Xander Bogarts now, right? No, it, look, I hope they just get cornered into in, into extending Devers. They have to. He he might win at this point in time. He might win AL MVP, Rafael Devers.
0: No, no, he's
1: not. Uh, really? Okay. <sighs>
0: Dude, they're beating nobody teams right now. I mean, that you, 340. I understand that, but that the water's going to reach its level when they start playing the dynamic teams again. And you don't think Aaron Judge is in the lead for MVP. The guys get almost 30 fucking home runs. Uh,
1: yeah, but ev- everywhere else, everywhere else, uh, Devers hasn't beat. Yeah, but you know
0: this fucking, this league is all about the homers.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I don't know, maybe they're trying to showcase New York a little more with the, with the MVP. I don't know, maybe, but I don't know. I think you can make a case for Rafael Devers being AL MVP right now. You can, but I don't think he's going to get it. Eh, maybe not. No, but look, I think – I hope that they get cornered into, into a position where they go, you know what, we have to give Bogarts what he wants. We have to give Devers what he wants because, look, let's just play the game right now. Devers, excuse me, Bogarts not being here. Okay, we have Trevor Story playing shortstop next year. He's hitting what right now? Two twenty. Not good enough in my book. Not good enough. You have to have both of them. You have to have Bogarts here with it if yeah, it's going to work at
0: all. I agree. I mean, Bogarts again. We have don't said it, cheap out.
1: You. Sh- oh my god. And we've said it time and time
0: again. He's won multiple times here. in Boston. Why would you mess with that?
1: No, but look. You know. I know you. I know you bust my balls about it because you're like, oh. He's brought you four World Series in 20 years. Like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but, like, what if I told you that John Henry is not even close to being as invested in this team as he was even five years ago? I would that's agree my, with that. Yeah, okay, well, that's my whole thing. It's just like, dude, your head's clearly not in just baseball anymore. Just just go off. Like, I know as a whole, MLB isn't worth what it once was. But it's like, if you're not in for the baseball, then just please like let us do our thing here, right? Please, cause you heads in you know this this whole Fenway Sports Group franchise with all these people. You have your head over in Europe and England and Liverpool. Now you have the NHL thing. Like, dude, baseball isn't your thing anymore. It once was. It once was, and it was great. It was a great ride. Time to go.
0: Man, you just you go. You got four World Series since two thousand four.
1: I'm just saying, you're not Word. invested in the team. You we saw you, we saw you demand that you trade Mookie Betts out of here. Okay. He clearly didn't want to be here. Whose fault is that? Um now we're living through this with Bogart. That whole outfield that one, that helped win you a World Series a few years ago is all gone. I mean, I know Bradley came back, but like that whole outfield's gone.
0: Right. Weren't Annoying. they called like the killer? And beast? now
1: and now they wanna. And now there's all these rumors about Bogarts being shipped out and maybe Devers too. It's like, dude, like after a while, people are going to start asking questions. Oh, how great
0: it is when the Red Sox cannot buy their championships anymore.
1: What do you mean buy? They're
0: a big market team. All they do is buy and spend on free agents.
1: Any team in Major League Baseball can buy if they really want to. Right, but they don't. If they really want to. Because they don't because they're a cheap fucks. just like John Henry's becoming.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because winning and now you guys are all fucking bitching about it.
1: Eh, well, you should be able to win, spend, and draft. And the Red Sox don't want to do either. Which is why I will say, uh, who's the guy that's oh, he, He's coaching the
0: Mets now? He used to be with the Orioles. Buck Walter. Buck, oh, love that. He him. nailed it with Theo Epstein. Of course, he's a good GM when he's got the money to cover up his mistakes. Eh, we'll see. Nice I, I,
1: hey, is so why haven't the Yankees won it in 12 years?
0: Because they haven't paid the right
1: guys. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. They haven't. I guess you don't know, think it's any coincidence they got rid of Gary Sanchez, and meanwhile they're they can't lose. You gotta have the I right mean, mix
1: of guys in the locker room, man. They also gave Garrett Cole all that money. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Oh, that wasn't a fart, by the way. That was me in in a leather seat adjusting myself. That was not that a fart. It. Nice. All uh, right then. Yeah. Well, I think we can end on
0: that note. You want to end there? Yeah, I think so. Before you say anything else, it's going to annoy the shit out of me tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Just make sure uh, you're getting some practice in net before this tournament, will you? Well, who's going to shoot on me? Me. Now, I'll take a slap shot from out in the Midwest, and hopefully it'll reach you by Christmas.
1: Yeah. Okay. I thought. What? Okay. No, nothing, nothing, I don't want I don't, I to say it. I don't
0: want to go. All right.
1: Well, that was an episode and a half. Yeah, that was good. That three-minute pistol there, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know what? Good thing we're not on live radio because that would have been awkward.
1: Yeah. Well, that would have been funny, though. Hearing you take a piss on live radio, that'd be sick. Heck, that's, yeah, good con- that, that's good content right there.
0: Yeah, maybe if you got some weird fetish.
1: Not a weird fetish. That's like what the fuck's this dude doing? Everyone and everyone starts talking about it. You're sick. You'd watch. Like him. this dude just took a shit on live radio.
0: <laughs> Tell that that would be funny just for like the groans that you'd hear. Like, what is wrong with this dude? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like who, who says like I not, haven't even done like, before? not even not even like Who says
1: the... who says after all forty eight episodes I haven't done that before?
0: No, but like and I'm not even I, talking about the noises that would come from like the back, and just like the noise, like a guy or you know that you make if you're struggling a little bit, and you're just like, like you ever walk into a bathroom, and you just know somebody's dropping heat, and that like I'm done, dude. I can't stop. I've
1: heard, I've heard someone, someone you know, we went to school with. They're uh, a big sports fan of uh, I'll say the uh, city of New York. I heard I heard some <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> disturbing noises in a stall once from this individual. (laughs) And how he he was in there because I saw him walk in and close the door.
0: Okay, so (laughs) this dude,
1: I heard him, like, making some disturbing noises. And I've never (laughs) been the same since. You know him. I know him. Am I going to say his name?
0: No. This is, like, a big reason why I have a fear of going and, like, public but, bathrooms i won't do it if because even like at work like we have like an unwritten rule if the light's off you can go in if the light's on you kind of just leave it be but like especially if like you're just taking a piss uh, sometimes you know green light goes and you rip ass you like fuck you're just like oh god damn it like somebody just heard that but i used to work with somebody and they and they told me this and it was hilarious and i never thought of it but it's so true if you go into a bathroom and someone's taking a shit in a stall why does that person all of a sudden feel the need to get up and get out of the stall and walk out while you're still in there? It's like, dude, I didn't know who you were, but now that you're out and just walked by me, we just locked eyes. Now I know who it is taking a shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I waited until the person in the bathroom was out till I came out of the stall. Right? Isn't
1: that like an unwritten rule?
0: You would think so, but a lot of people, man, they they, they hear someone come in and they're like,
1: oh, I got to get out of here. God forbid someone doesn't wash their hands either after after taking a shit. By the way, speaking of taking a shit, shout out Coles once again. I dropped the deuce in Coles in like the last two weeks and it was clean as always. What so shout the- out Coles. What is
0: wrong with you, dude? Like I, 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 I go shopping.
1: Go I go shopping and I drink a coffee. Yes, a black iced coffee from Dunk's. But then, fuck off. A, a black iced coffee from Dunk's, and then. Uh yeah, after after a medium iced coffee from dunks, I'm I'm usually dropping deuce.
0: So it's funny, I was talking to somebody out here the other day and again they're like, What do you miss the most? Dunkin' donuts, man. Missing my dunks. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely. not even that
1: good. And no, it's, no, it's not, not it's just like that like it gets you hooked. No, but, but I'll say this. I'll say this. When I have iced coffee, there's no iced coffee that I go and I'm like, I'd rather have dunks. Like like I've always, I've always said to myself, I'd rather have Dunk's. Yep. Starbucks for the birds. Freaking, Bruggers, love their food, not their coffee. Dunk's, I like their coffee. I actually enjoy coffee.
0: By the way, real quick, and then we'll go. Uh, did you see today in the Blue Jays White Sox game? I believe it was the pitching coach for the Blue Jays. Was walking to home plate with the coach of the White Sox. You know they exchange lineup cards. You know they're doing that. Yeah, Most yeah, of, yeah. You know, he, yeah. He got tossed. <laughs> <laughs> the pitching coach for the Blue Jays didn't even make the lineup card exchange. It was tossed out of the
1: game. <laughs> see, 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 that's good for the sport, right there. That's yeah. Awesome. It's like I wonder he if brought, he had to leave like, the park. He probably like like nine instead of eight from one of the outfits and like fucked it all up and he's like got an argument
0: by the way don't tell Paul I actually know I fucking love it
1: oh dude I could always do the book I just don't want to do the book. everyone's always like someone do it while I go I'm so oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for this because people might hear it. but people are always like alright I'm on deck so I'm gonna take the book and I'm, just, I'm usually sitting right there I, I don't know what I'm doing even though I really do
0: dude like when I'm calling baseball games and I'm do keeping the score like at uh, the books, dude, it's actually pretty uh pretty addicting. It's I, I like it.
1: Are you one of those people now who's gonna like go to a Sox game with like the book? Fuck no.
0: Yeah, okay, I'm not. What good. am I gonna
1: wear? Cargo shorts as well. Well, no, I'm just saying. It's like, dude, late last season, real quick. Late last season for the Sox. Me and my buddy, who always go like a, a few times a year for a game, we always go. Who's going to be that 30-year-old dude with the glove on his hand? (laughs) Sure enough, dude. Sure enough. The dude, I shit you not, comes 30 years old, sits right the fuck next to me. Right the fuck next to me with his girlfriend with the glove in his hand. I'm like, oh. I I, I look at my buddy like, dude, you can't make this shit up.
0: I'm sure you handle that like a mature adult.
1: I I look at my friend like like that stupid smile on my face. (sighs) Ugh.
0: God. Uh yeah, so we gotta catch a Sox game and we'll go to a Pats game this year. And actually
1: we, ha- we have to go to a Pats game.
0: And actually the 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 Flyers will be in Boston twice this season.
1: Wait, so. are you dropping a hint at something?
0: Just saying. No.
1: Be around. Okay. Oh, well, it's it's a quick plane ride.
0: Hop on the bird.
1: Yeah, four hours to four and a half hours or so to Minnesota, not bad.
0: What are you talking about? It's two and a half hours to Minnesota and then From Boston.
1: Yeah. And then a no. half
0: hour from Minnesota to Fargo.
1: Four hours to Minnesota. From oh, Boston. It's not. Yes, it is. No. Nope. Mikey,
0: I've done it. It's like close to three hours.
1: Okay, so you went from two hours to three hours. It's I went four from two hours. Two and a half
0: to three. Four. Two and a, it's three hours. Just it's two fifty two. Maybe
1: maybe it depends on what time. Of like of the like day you go at. With the wind and all that.
0: Gaty. You ever see that episode of Family Guy when when Quagmire you know he's the pilot and he's like uh, yeah you know, and, and like he's doing like the whole captain thing like ah oh, we're gonna be doing this this strong
1: headwinds <laughs> giddy. <giggity. laughs>
0: <laughs> the older I get, the funnier that show
1: gets. I tell you. See, I can't watch it in, like past like 2014 like, because it's not that funny anymore. But like from like 2014 below is great all right good episode we'll talk to you later okay peace